Have you ever asked yourself how or why communities are formed? Or how communities benefit us as individuals? Questions like these are the inspiration behind this podcast. Community for One, Community for All is an attempted explanation behind the roots of all kinds of communities. For example, the LBGTQ, masculine, feminine, generational, and disabled communities, plus many more. Follow along as I let the content of these episodes and interviews move this show in many directions, foreseen or not. Community for One, Community for All is written, produced, and edited by me, Savannah Stein. Listen to Community for One, Community for All, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the first episode of season three, which focuses on toxic masculinity within the masculine community. I had a great interview with a close friend of mine, actually from the music community, um, and we had a really good open conversation about his experience within toxic toxic masculinity. Um, And I'm really looking forward to doing more interviews just like this because I'm really interested in this subject. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Blaze. And, okay, well, actually, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, he, he, him. Is that what it is? Like, yeah. I'm not being, yep. like, I'm not ignorant or nothing. I just, like, actually don't really, like, know a lot about that stuff. Like, how yeah, it works. Yeah, no, that's about. perfect. That's okay. All right. Totally fine. Yeah. Can you, what, I don't know, I kind of just want this to be, like, an open conversation, you know? So, obviously, you identify as a man. What, um, what do you think it means to be, like, a man? Uh, Honestly, I think to be a man, you got to be, for me, like, you got to have morals for yourself because I notice a lot of people don't have, like, morals for themselves. They're just doing stuff. And, uh-huh. like, something comes up and they probably know it's bad or maybe they shouldn't do it. They're like, all right, I'm just going to do it because it's fun, you know? Like, right. Uh, I lost friends to drugs because of that shit. It's really fucked up. Because people, yeah. like I said, you got to have morals for yourself. you got to set standards for yourself. And I feel like you got to respect others before they respect you. And they earn the disrespect just like they earn the respect back. Right. So I feel like awesome. that's the biggest thing to me is I feel like you got to have strong morals for yourself. Uh-huh. Definitely. Um, you're familiar with, like, the topic of toxic masculinity and, like, what it is, right? Oh, gosh. Way, way familiar. And that's from experience. From experience. Can you just give yeah. me, like, an example of, like, a time when you experienced it or just, like, a general kind of explanation of how you've experienced it uh it's like an everyday thing honestly that i see like even just hanging out with my friends because like it can be like you know how it is like a relationship can be toxic you could just be chilling on this toxic you know but right i'll be like i ride my bikes a lot i'll go biking with my friends and there's actually these two buddies i hang out with they were hanging out like before i kind of like came in their group because we met up uh randomly on a bike ride in town So now I go riding with him, and my one friend is always like, man, fuck this guy. He's like, we should just ditch him. 
because he's because the other guy is always talking shit. He's like, because uh, I'm probably the most proficient rider of the group. And then there's of course the second and the third, and the third one's always trying to do shit. He actually probably goes the hardest trying to learn stuff. And mm-hmm. then the second, the second best guy. I don't want to drop any names here, like, but second best guy. He's like always giving everyone shit. Like he's a he's a god or something, you know. He got that god right. complex for no reason because you just got to. It's a, it, and even my best friend ever, like forever now. Uh, I don't even try to argue with him anymore. I have a hard time talking to him sometimes because it's like he's always got to be right or he's always trying to one up you. You're like, oh, I did this. He's like, oh, well, I did it while doing this. Fuck. Right. So how how would you say that kind of toxic masculinity that you've been surrounded by has negatively, like, affected your life? Um, honestly, it just makes me frustrated. Like, I don't hang out with a lot of people. Uh, well, a lot of my friends are females because of that. Mm-hmm. I, well, I feel more comfortable around them. Because it's not always, like, a competition like that, almost all of my male friends are, like, always in a competition-type state. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. And it's not huh. a friendly type of thing. It's, like, they really feel like they got to one-up you. Right, right. So, growing up, like, being taught, what was... I don't know. I guess that's interesting. So... When you were, like, growing up as a kid, were you kind of taught that, like, competition was normal between boys and that it was going to be expected of you for the rest of your life, like, as a, as a man, to be, like, uh, competing with other people? Yeah, actually, um, it was mostly my mom telling me that, kind of oddly enough. My dad is a – I'm definitely my dad's son. I actually haven't uh-huh. lived with my mom that much in my life. But my dad is an amazing man, and he's, like, people say I'm just like him. Honestly, I kind of see it. It's like cause we have the same type of moral deal going on. Is uh-huh. He just respects people, and, like, you, I don't know how hard it is for guys to try to act hard and all this stuff, to really just look at someone for who they are and, like, appreciate something for once in their lives. Right. I feel like yeah. men are very under, like, or depreciating. I even, I'm I'm a victim of that uh, with myself. I make a song or something, and while I'm recording it, I'm like, okay, this is okay. And then I get it mixed down, and I play it back on my phone. I'm like, dang, I should just delete this right now. Right, right. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, my My next question is, if you could, like, say one thing or give some advice to, like, say, a a 13-year-old boy who is growing up as a man and, you know, is going to be a man in, like, however many years, what would you say to that boy to, like, hopefully give him some insight on how to avoid the toxic masculinity cycle? Honestly, really, it just... I'll start with respect and listen to your elders because I've always hung out around the older crowd. Like most mm-hmm. of my friends right now are like early 20s, mid-20s. I'm not even 20 yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do your thing. Do your thing too because you got to invest in yourself. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck doing what your friends are doing and shit. And you, like, 
you may you may have grown up with these people, but you don't want to do what they've been doing. Right. Like, I got like I said, I got good friends that are going down paths. I don't want to, like I'm still friends with them, but they're going on paths I don't want to go down. Right. Yeah. Totally understand that. Well, perfect. Um, thank you so much for your time. I have always found the topic of toxic masculinity really interesting being a woman because I'll never be able to understand it, obviously. Um, and you know, women go through their own struggles, but I feel like Toxic masculinity is just not talked about enough. So I felt like within the masculine community, this was a really important subject to just touch on and focus on um, because I have the ability to create this platform. So I thought, what better way than to make it a season in the podcast? So I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I had a really good time doing this interview And like I said, um, I'm looking forward to the next couple episodes, and I hope you guys are too. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it.